Thursday, October 12. Paul and the Galatians. However clear the council, there were those who sought to go their own way and who continued to advocate that the Gentiles keep Jewish traditions and laws. For Paul, this became a very serious matter. That is, it wasn't trifling over the fine points of faith. It had become a denial of the gospel of Christ itself. Consider now Galatians 1, verses 1 through 12. How serious does Paul see the issue he is confronting in Galatia? What should that tell us about the importance of this question? Here is the text. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through men, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren who are with me to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another. But there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ, But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. As stated before, it was the Galatian situation that in large degree prompted the content of the letter to Rome. In the epistle to the Romans, Paul further develops the theme of the Galatian epistle. Some Jewish believers were contending that the law God had given them through Moses was important and should be observed by Gentile converts. Paul was trying to show its true place and function. He didn't want these people to gain a foothold in Rome as they had done in Galatia. It is an oversimplification to ask whether Paul is speaking of ceremonial or moral laws in Galatians and Romans. Historically, the argument was whether or not Gentile converts should be required to be circumcised and keep the law of Moses. The Jerusalem Council had already ruled on this question, but some refused to follow its decision. Some read in Paul's letters to the Galatians and the Romans evidence that the moral law, the Ten Commandments, or in truth, only the fourth commandment, is no longer binding on Christians. Yet they are missing the point of the letters, missing the historical context and the issues that Paul was addressing. Paul, as we shall see, stressed that salvation was by faith alone and not by the keeping of the law, even the moral law. Yet that is not the same thing as saying that the moral law should not be kept. Obedience to the Ten Commandments was never an issue. Those who make it an issue are reading back into texts a contemporary issue, one that Paul was not dealing with. How do you respond to those who claim the Sabbath is no longer binding upon Christians? How can you show the truth of the Sabbath in a way that does not compromise the integrity of the gospel?